0: Oh man, what is what is this? What is this? Uh
1: oh. That hold on hold on. Mm-mm. What the heck is that? I mean, what ah. in
2: the world happened there, sir? What was that? That, that was throat. Uh, I was frog just talking to you.
0: Ah. That was crazy.
2: Frog in the throat.
0: I know, big one. Welcome to Friday afternoon here on Columbo and Katie. Thank you for being with us. Uh Big day. Lots to talk about as we go through the afternoon. Get you ready for your weekend. Um, of course, we will go over all the important news and headlines of the day. We'll also have a little Friday fun time to hopefully put a smile on your face here at the end of the week. And we will get you up to speed on the weather that is heading our way. It's Steve Templeton, Chief Meteorologist over at Channel 4, uh, will join us at 2.45 this afternoon here in about, uh, about 40 minutes from now and give us the weekend forecast and what we can expect tonight and through the rest of the weekend because as with just about every every weather event we've seen this week mm-hmm. it seems like the the forecasts what I've the, the different, the various things that I've heard about what is heading our way are all over the place. So remember, I told, let's get some truth from Steve Templeton.
2: I asked you and uh Jeff yesterday, I'm like, does anybody know what's going on whenever we're leaving work today? And I've seen Steve Templeton's Facebook updates, and he literally said four to six, and he'll elaborate whenever he's on with us. But four to six, when you're driving home from the workday today, be mindful. And that's what I'm like, I was trying to tell you and Jeff yesterday, I'm I'm getting the heck out of here is what I'm actually saying, Tony. I know yeah. you're my boss, but I'm getting out of here. I,
0: well, I agree with you. i Everybody should be on there. Get out of here and, and uh, do what they can to uh, be as safe as possible. Um, So, yeah, we will definitely talk to Steve Templeton and get those details from him when, uh, when we talk to him in just about 40 minutes. Before then, of course, we will be joined by Ken Williams from the Vic Porcelli Show. He'll be here in just a moment and starting the show with us as he does every Friday afternoon. From Mike Ferguson in the morning, Gabe Pfeiffer. You know what time it is. You know what time it is, buddy. Great to see you. How are you? Let's go. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing great. Mike was here yesterday afternoon and Mm -hmm. um, working late, and so he started the show with us. I was... I told him that I was, I, I routinely steal things from your show in the morning. And, we uh, are your show prep. And and I, I, I truly, I'm, truly very, are. I'm very proud of that. You fact. truly are. And, uh, so it was nice to have him here yesterday so I could, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't feel as bad about stealing his stuff when I was talking to him. Now, and with you here today, I say it's the, it's the, uh, it's the same thing. Uh, yesterday we talked about, and, and just, I want to quickly get your thoughts on this too. Um, the, the St. Louis Board of Aldermen uh, writing the resolution for a ceasefire in the Middle East. Yes,
3: yes. <laughs> I, I think, I think it's a binding. It's a binding <laughs> c- uh, oh, ceasefire yeah. resolution. Oh, binding I believe. Yes, yeah, the binding re- <laughs> resolution. So you know when the when the Israeli Knesset you know meets <laughs> next, uh, and and the uh, the Prime Minister has time to review, then I think they will be required to implement the The pronouncement from the St. Louis City Mm -hmm. Board of Mm Aldermen. I think. I I think that's how that works. I
0: think that's my favorite story of the
3: week. I'm not. I'm not good at civics, but I think that's. (laughs) I think that's how that works.
0: Yeah. As soon as the terrorists (laughs) in in Hamas and Benjamin Netanyahu get see that resolution from the city of St. Louis Board of Aldermen, they'll shut everything down immediately. And I think that's definitely my favorite story of the week. And I have you guys to thank for it. So (laughs) yeah. Well. I appreciate that. You know they they can't they can't even enforce a
3: ceasefire at the uh, at the, the the grounds of the uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, in North City of the North downtown. City downtown. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> on the metro. Um I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I I just saw this today. I don't know if this is I've not seen this discussed anywhere else. A privilege list was just released from the John Hopkins Medicine Office of Diversity. First of all, that shouldn't exist. <laughs> Just that that office should not exist. A list. What was the what was the one thing Katie the what the matrix what was the um, uh, oppression Matrix. Oppression Matrix. Oh, okay. Insanity. So oppression had, Matrix and anxiety. the Privilege List. Yes, yeah, we see okay. the Oppression Matrix and now this is the Privilege List. All right. All
1: John right. Hopkins. You're still waiting
0: on Neo to show up, but
1: yeah. you know, we'll, we'll go. <laughs> how
0: do you get this job? <laughs> John Hopkins, Chief Diversity Officer. Oh. Yes. You, you you know people
3: yeah. and you are brown. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> that, that's how you that's, get that's that, that the job. the qualifications. Those are the qualifications for that job.
0: Dr., uh, John Hopkins, Chief Diversity Officer, Dr... Uh, Shanita H. Golden wrote in the January 2024 issue of Monthly Diversity Digest.
1: (laughs) This is all real.
0: (laughs) I I know. The,
3: The grift is real.
0: I'm not making that this up. grift.
3: Is re- Do you know how much money is just changing hands for for this kind of bullcrap just to, to, to monthly? There's a monthly publication talking about how bad whitey is.
0: How and long?
3: And they get money for this. And I'm I'm Insane. sitting over here like I work like 12 hours a day, y'all. I yeah. was like maybe maybe I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. Maybe I mean rocket science and radio only goes so <laughs> far. <laughs> maybe I need to create my own diversity office so yeah. I can tell white people how bad they are and. They give me money for it
0: i will i (laughs) as far as i'm concerned you can you are hereby immediately the news talk stl diverse chief chief diversity officer all right Um, i'm gonna put that on my resume how long do you think the monthly diversity digest has been published
3: (laughs) Um, i had no idea I'm, i'm betting somewhere around 2017 2018
0: when it started so this month, the January 2024 edition costs of the monthly a month to publish. yeah, digest <laughs> says, quote, privilege is an unearned benefit given to people who are in a specific social group. Uh, privilege, privilege operates on personal, interpersonal, cultural, and institutional levels, and it provides advantages and favors to members of dominant groups at the expense of members of other groups. In the United States, here's your list. Okay, privilege is granted to people who have membership in one or more of these social identity groups: white people, mm-hmm. able-bodied people, oh boy, heterosexuals, mm-hmm. cisgender people, <laughs> males. Cis is a slur. <laughs> males, <laughs> Christians. Okay. Yeah. hmm Middle or Owning class people. Uh, okay, okay, i had not heard that one. Owning, owning class. Owning class. All right. How do you have to own? It, that's a good question. Anything? I, like what if you just own?
3: I I don't a know. Book? Were, <laughs> I was I was rent I was renting houses to people who owned you know t- uh, TV screens that were bigger and better than mine. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, and they yeah. weren't paying me any
0: rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two more. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, you're no, you're good. Two more on the list. <laughs> uh huh. This, this, listen to this one. Middle aged people. Middle aged. That's a pretty wide swath. That is. <laughs> what, why, why <laughs> only, mid, why not ours? older?
3: Like, why is it, is I, I'm the, not
0: Dr. <laughs> uh, Shanita H. Gold. Do you lose your privilege after you leave middle age? And finally, mm. English speaking
3: people. And English. Well, this is, it's,
2: I'm sorry, this (laughs) list is what again? The privilege (laughs)
3: list. The privilege list. People belonging to those classes have unearned privileges.
0: Privilege operates on personal, interpersonal, cultural, and institutional levels and provides advantages and favors to members of dominant groups at the expense of members of other groups. In the United States, privilege is granted to people who have membership in one or more of these social identity groups. White people able-bodied people, heterosexuals, cisgender people, males, Christians, middle or owning class people, middle-aged people, and English-speaking people. The newsletter also emphasized, quote, privilege is characteristically invisible to people who have it. People in dominant groups often believe that they have earned the privileges they enjoy or that everyone could have access to these privileges if only they worked to get them. In fact, privileges are unearned and are granted to people and dominant groups whether they want those privileges or not, and regardless of their stated intent. After the message went viral, Golden sent out a news statement <laughs> yesterday, okay. retracting the newsletter, uh, and claimed it was not intended to offend anyone. <laughs> you
3: you offended most of America Everybody, with that. That's most of Middle-aged like, people,
0: okay. English-speaking people, okay. Eng- Christians.
3: English-speaking, middle-aged, white, straight Cis, I hate that word. Me too. Males in America, you know the, the guys who who predominantly make up our military and things like you know things like that. Uh, our firefighters, our oil workers, those are the people that she say are the privileged class. Yeah.
0: How about middle aged English speaking Christians? Yeah. Th- that's again that's a pretty big chunk. That's most. That's most of
2: America. <laughs> but what what really baffles me are the people that are subscribing to something like this. Are do they hit any of those qualifications? I mean, oh, the people paying have to. But that's <laughs> it, the people paying for it's that. An, it's the impossible to, to, to avoid that, that list. The people that went to. I mean the people that went to Johns Hopkins, aren't you offended by someone in leadership representing that school saying this is, this is what qualifies as white yeah. privilege. This is what qualifies as, you know, whatever living your life that shouldn't, you, you don't living deserve. at the top of the
0: oppression matrix.
2: Yeah. You, you <laughs> don't deserve it. I have a best friend that just graduated from Johns Hopkins. She's a nurse now. She's wonderful, but This is a question that I'd like to ask her maybe this weekend to say, this is coming from your university. This is coming from your college, just like the MIT stuff. Doesn't this make you upset that this is how they're representing you and the college you paid money to go to that you're slaving over to pay off the student loans to?
0: It just is so disappointing. It's written in English. So I imagine <laughs> that everybody, I imagine everybody subscribed is an English speaker. So yeah. well, what, You're all what, what, what's funny,
3: on. what's funny is, is that I think there are so many people who, who jump on that bandwagon, Be you know, even if they fit all the criteria, right. because they, they want to, instead of be grateful for, you know, all the gifts that they, they, you know, were born into in America. First of all, being born American is a gift. It, it is a privilege. Um, they want to feel bad about it. It's it's this weird it's it's a it's a weird sort of self-flagellation that they that they go through. Maybe somehow by acknowledging that they have blessings, that they are somehow um, uh, alleviating the guilt they feel for. I, I don't. I mean, I don't get the psychology of it, either. but it feels it feels like
0: something weird. It, yeah. fe- it feels like something that needs to be treated.
3: Yes, <laughs> honestly. Yes, what so- I
0: will say that is a little bit optimistic mm-hmm. is that it so quickly got called out and and then redacted because i think a year ago or two years ago that would not have happened right that's a good point It would not have been called out as quick people would have been too afraid to be labeled you know an ist of some kind if they said something negative about that about something like this and the backlash was so swift and so overwhelming that they had no choice but to redact it along with the uh statement i said that uh Um, She said that it, it, it was not intended to offend anyone and said, quote, the newsletter included a definition of the word privilege, which upon reflection, I deeply regret the intent of the newsletter is to inform and support an inclusive community at Hopkins. But the language of this definition clearly did not meet that goal. Like, I don't think that that, uh, I don't think that that apology, <laughs> no, I don't think that apology happens a year ago, two years ago, so. It also a, doesn't quite cover it. Uh, no, I know, oh, we got <laughs> even close, but, I mean, you I gotta, brain, you gotta take a win when you get it. I can't.
2: I can't understand what they believe is justifiable when they say our intention for this newsletter was to be inclusive when the entire time they labeled people to be non-inclusive. Yes. They they're saying all of these qualifications are white privilege or whatever they labeled it as. To be divisive. To yes. not be inclusive.
3: Yes, yes. It's it's so weird too because I mean the the primary definition, the definition that she they she started with in, in that whole thing actually exists or I should say existed in in like the, the, the Royals era, in the era of, of you know. Of uh, the fiefdoms and things like that, where you actually had a royal class who were, aff- they were born into a level of privilege that other people were incapable of moving into. Mm-hmm. And that's one of, I think that's one of the things that we, 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 um, <sighs> forget the divisions between you know what it means to be born into privilege in america versus born into yeah born Mm -hmm. into a different class in Mm -hmm. other systems in other systems you cannot move your class Mm -hmm. you cannot change anything the the privileges that you're born into are set Mm -hmm. or or lack thereof Mm -hmm. but in america the whole point was you people move classes all the time people's Mm -hmm. privileges people's abilities don't don't they don't create a stagnant system in which they can never escape. Yeah,
0: that's kind of the point yes. of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's so not th- and this it's thing not is perfect, but it's it's, a, it's it's a much a better, better than, than everything else. <laughs> everything else, and we continue to get better mm-hmm. and better. And people want to, you know, still try to find a way to call us out. And we talked about this earlier this week. There is pr- privilege in America. True. It's it lies with money and power. And we saw it on display. And we saw it on display with Hunter Biden oh gosh, both yeah. bursting into the uh to the House of Representatives. Rolling That's up with his entourage that you want to be
3: a rapper None or of something. us could do like, that. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> yeah.
0: saw privilege on display uh at Harvard and mm-hmm. in my, with you know, how long it took for uh, mm-hmm. Claudine Gay and she still is making nearly 000, 000, 000 a million dollars a year. Yes. Like she she, she still works there. She still works at Harvard and oh, yes. still has her salary, which is a massive Long salary. Service. She did not pay the price for being anti-Semitic on national, you know, in in in, in uh uh in the in the federal government. Um, did, so did you know she came from a very privilege. wealthy
3: family in Haiti? Did you know that? Wow, I did she, not know that. She she does not have the humble beginnings that yeah. a lot of people want to make out. She's. She,
0: she's from those no people. Yeah. There's a whole, okay. a whole lot of things about her. Here comes again. <laughs>
1: oh my <God>. There's a <laughs> whole frog.
0: lot about her that is fake, as we've learned. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> a <lot of> Plagiarism, <laughs> Straight up fake. At the top of the list. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, that is Gabe Fiverr. He is uh, going to stick around in studio with us, and we're going to be joined by Ken Williams from the Vic Porcelli Show. Did you guys see? I saved this specifically for when Ken was going to be here. Did, has anyone seen the video that Donald Trump posted on Truth Social today. No, Henry, <laughs> no. in, re- in response to the interview that we talked about yesterday, Katie, when Jill Biden was interviewed by Mika. Oh, I might on have seen M- this. on MSNBC yesterday, I might and have seen was this. asked about Joe's age, and, M- and and Jill Biden said the president's age is not a concern; it's an asset, mm-hmm. and he's got wisdom and all of this. Well. As a, re- as a response to that interview, Trump released a 30-second video on Truth Social today, and I'm going to play it for you. Okay. Oh,
2: my gosh. And get
0: everybody's reaction <laughs> oh my to gosh. it next. I'm excited. On Columbo and Katie.
1: We can bring a new for podcast articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com.
0: Welcome back to Cleveland on 101994 One News Talk STL. Gabe Pfeiffer from Mike Ferguson in the morning. Here it comes again. Here it comes again. Can you please tell that frog to go home?
1: <laughs> Froggy. Go away.
0: It hasn't happened all day.
1: Take it didn't happen to me today, too. The
0: eight I have the drinks that you have over there. I have. I don't know what is going on. This has not oh, happened all day or it,
2: all
4: It's week. the studio air. It,
0: it just started, like literally it's, with the show. Remember,
2: Katie? You
4: it's had the studio air.
2: Remember, you were all choked up. Today I was. Um, <sighs> the last time, two Fridays ago, you were all choked up. Yeah. And like oh yeah. Studio. Yeah, I was
4: ca- I couldn't stop coughing. We need yeah. to increase
0: the ventilation system. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know what's.
0: I don't know. Well, I'll keep an eye on it. Sorry, yeah. Kermit so, keeps showing up. Gabe Pfeiffer is here from Mike Ferguson Morning. And now Ken Williams hi, is here from hi. the Vic Porcelli Show. And now I'm actually I'm actually upset with myself that I showed Ken this video right before the show. <laughs> I should have saved it. The blind reaction. I should have saved it to get everybody's reaction. But yeah. I was so excited. I was so excited. And I thought it was so funny. And I knew if anybody would really appreciate it, it would be Ken Williams. And I was like, Ken, you got to come see this. Man, so, it's perfect. So we talked about this on the show yesterday. Yesterday morning, Jill Biden, first lady, was interviewed on MSNBC on Morning Joe by Mika Brzezinski. And Mika asked the first lady, what would you say to voters that are concerned about the president's age and mental ability to Mm -hmm. serve another four years? And she said that his age is uh, not an issue, that it's an asset. He has wisdom he's got more. it's an asset I, she said like I see I, you know I, he's unflappable I see him every day <laughs> and his energy levels are you know off the charts and I'm paraphrasing but you know you know his. she used the word vigor and you know and yeah uh, all these things that we that, that clearly are not the case <laughs> <laughs> yeah so today or late last night uh, Donald Trump posted this on Truth Social and the audio is fantastic. I, I recommend if you if you think this is good on the radio, look it up for yourself and watch the the video that accompanies it. So here we go.
2: At White House Senior Living, our residents feel right at home. Our vibrant facility offers delightful activities and outings, round-the-clock professional care, and exquisite house-made meals.
4: I've been eating all, all Italian food, basically. And ice cream. Chocolate chip
0: ice cream. White House Senior Living where residents feel like presidents. I think it's great. White House that Senior is- Living where residents <laughs> yeah. feel like presidents. That is perfection. And when they when simple the, the part that says uh, that we we have regularly scheduled outdoor activities, it's it's Joe walking on the beach. And oh yeah. he looks like he's a million years. Like <laughs> yeah, the smallest little baby steps mm-hmm. possible. You don't want to slip on the sand. Well, they 20, a shirt behind him. Twenty four like, oh, hour, twenty four for- hour medical assistance, and it's Jill Biden tr- helping him put his jacket on <laughs>
4: at a press conference. Yeah, if you if you watch the video, you did just show me that. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was so amazing. <laughs> That's and hilarious. It's, it's it's Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean he is. He had to have some input on this. It was—it wasn't just his people. Oh yeah,
0: no, I'm sure he had. I'm sure he had something to do with it. It reminded me of Katie when I saw that. What you said earlier this week, how Trump's influence on political behavior—you know, across the board—how people like Hunter Biden and so many others have tried to uh, be the the performer yes. that donald trump is yes to be that you know like look bold and tough and do, and do things and that's why people like hunter biden are more emboldened to do what he did and you know we've seen you know like even all the way back to marco rubio trying to be a different person during the presidential campaign but nobody has had any success with it or been able to do anything with it besides Donald Trump. Everybody that tries to do something like this fails, but Trump always finds a way to make it, it it like, it works.
2: I I think it's because before I watched this video of Trump doing the ice bucket challenge. Remember back (laughs) in 2013? Oh yeah. Big thing. Mm -hmm. Trump obviously is 2013. He had no idea he was going to run for president. None of that stuff. He does the Ice Bucket Challenge. He has Miss Universe and Miss America <laughs> dumping the ice on him. And his whole thing during the Ice Bucket Challenge was like, I'm Donald Trump. I'm awesome. I'm on top of Trump Tower. I'm doing the Ice Bucket Challenge because everybody wants to know if my hair is real or not. And you know what? We're putting on a show. We're doing the thing. The reason why these videos work for Trump and the grandiose behavior works, it's because it is Trump. That is how he was at the Ice Bucket Challenge. That at, That's yeah. how he was at Miss America. Mm-hmm. That's how he he has always been. That's who he is. But if Marco Authentic. Rubio, it's yes. But if Don, if let's Marco say Rubio, Mark that's er- perfect. Or Nikki Haley, or if
0: DeSantis. DeSantis
2: did, if they put out a video of their opponent and did that, I would say yucca.
0: Cringe. <laughs> Total <laughs> poor taste, disgusting. Mm-hmm.
2: But Trump does it. I think it's hysterical.
3: What do you think, Gabe? <laughs> well, I, first of all, I think it shows the power of, of humor in our politics. I think, I think a lot of people have kind of lost, lost the plot when it comes to that. The, the Babylon Bee's ability to, to evoke satire with political messaging. Um, and things like this ad, I think are where a lot of, uh, political, um, uh, uh, campaigns would like to go, but like you said, Katie, they I don't think they're capable of doing it because it would come off as in, in, inauthentic. Yeah. Now, Ted Cruz has a pretty wicked sense of humor. So if you ever catch he, yeah. some of his, he you know, does. his tweets, he's pretty authentic in the way he expresses his sense of humor, but it's very, t- it's a Ted Cruz sense of humor. It's not something else. Yeah, you so gotta stay authentic. You, you, gotta, you gotta stay in your lane. Yeah. You and, lane. and I think maybe that's one of the things that the, the various campaigns, everybody has a sense of humor. Just, just don't try to be somebody else. Those like, oh, that's working over there. I'm gonna do. It's it's like it's like you know making a knockoff you know Star Wars movies or something. Mm-hmm. You know don't 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 do it. You <laughs> can't do it. you can't do it. Yeah, yeah. especially you Disney.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm still mad. It's been knockoff Star Wars since they bought it. I, I call it, I call it Space Conflict now. Oh yeah <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they don't call it
4: that. <laughs> no, I, I I think Trump's uh, humor his New York humor. Has saved him. I, I think Trump. I think Trump jokes a lot more than people realize. Like when he made that statement, the very end of that one first statement, he was saying when he was being asked by the uh, Arizona twins, as we call them, uh, Martha McCallum and, and Brett Baer. Yeah. He at the very end of that, he said, "Well, I'm beginning to like more Chris, Chris Christie more because yeah. because Chris Christie is out now. Dropped out. <laughs> he dropped out. But that was funny. It
1: was, that was
4: just funny. He didn't laugh. Right. But, but that was his just, New York yeah. humor, and people yeah. need to understand." Folks this, this is Donald Trump being funny that's just yeah. the way it is New, yeah. New York and New Jersey sensibilities
3: in terms of humor is different it's and totally being a vet, really different.
4: just in actually Our sensibilities in
3: everything is a little different. You gotta, you gotta understand it. I I, I don't know.
4: And and I knew this, but being with Vic for the last two and a half years, I've learned a lot about that New York humor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just it's it's real. It's a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes very dry. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Most of the time. Yeah, and very sarcastic.
0: So all (laughs) of this, obviously, the timing is is great for everybody. Any any political maneuver right now is very impactful because we're three days away from the Iowa caucus. Three days. Three days.
3: Three days yeah. from yeah. now, people wow. will be voting Amazing.
0: for president in this country. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah. um, so it begins. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh Ken, as we as a big Trump supporter, as we are three days away from the Iowa caucus, how do you feel about Monday? Is it going to be the uh big win that a lot of the polls say it, it is uh for Trump, or are you at all concerned that it could be Closer than those uh, polls say. Well,
4: I always preface it with saying it's it's the Trump policy that I really admire the most, and I think that uh, the Iowa Iowa people people of Iowa they're going to see the same thing. I think that Trump is going to win. I think Trump needs to win big. I, I really do. I think he needs to win bigger than you know mm-hmm. wouldn't what a normal person would mm-hmm. because he's been touting it that way. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win huge, but he wins, that's good. Yeah, but it would be much better for him if he did win big. That's a good point. Like if. If Trump only, right,
0: only, <laughs> right, 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 if he it's only close. wins by fifteen points, which is a landslide, that's, that's huge. But if he only politics. wins by ten or fifteen points, there, you're right, Ken. People will be saying like, "Oh, okay, it's not as right, right. not as not as popular as he thought he was," and it is kind of it is the I mean, it's 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 kind of partially his fault because he does say, you know, he does talk about how his lead is. 40 50 percent, and it might, and it, he might be right, he it might be that, but yeah, if it is, it, it is, that is pretty funny that you know, a 15 point win in <laughs> is, any, election any election is, is, a, is a, a landslide, but if it happens on, on Monday, it'll be like everybody will be saying, wow, look how close it was! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, what do you think uh, about Monday? Yeah,
3: yeah I, I think, I think the same thing, although I think actually it is going to turn out that way where the, the, it's going to be, he's going to be a big win. But it's going to be closer than what the polls say and a little closer than, you know, what what he's you know he's be talking about. But um I, I think that's that's one of the downfalls of the New York mindset, especially like a New York real estate sort of mindset, which he has. You know, he's he's gonna take you into the apartment, it's like there, there's there's no better there's no better countertops than the countertops yes. in, this, in this in this right yes. I we had these we had this imported from perfect. across the world nobody it's perfect nobody it's loves flawless. it better. It's perfect is there there is no better kitchen than the kitchen in this apartment because right? it. it's, <laughs> it's, and of course okay look it's a great kitchen right but you know it's not the best kitchen in the world right but that's just how he talks yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. so the, the problem though is the rest of America doesn't talk that way yeah and there are no very many people who talk that way yeah.
2: Look at yeah. the TV says that's right
0: Look at what the TV says.
2: They're spying. This is nuts.
0: They spy on us, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) That is so
2: nuts. uh, Stop stealing our content. I
0: want to get everybody's thoughts on on this. Rand Paul uh, weighed in on the presidential race today. He released a video and launched a website. Here we go with another website. Okay. Nikki Haley with com, And now we've got another. Okay. I like Rand Paul, but I'm like the website. Do you know what this is? I do. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to roll it out. I yeah. want to get your thoughts first, Katie. Uh, Rand Paul released a video and a website today and gave his thoughts on the presidential election. He said, quote, I've had a long relationship with Donald Trump and there is a lot to like there. And that, quote, I am also a big fan of the fiscal conservatism of Ron DeSantis." I think Vivek Ramaswamy has been an important voice. Also, I've listened to and met with independent Bobby Kennedy. I'm not yet ready to make a decision, but I am ready to make a decision on someone who I cannot support. I'm announcing this morning that I am... Never Nicky. <laughs>
1: no. Hashtag Nikki? That's gonna be the new
3: Hashtag Never, Nikki. never Nikki. No, um, yep. Nikki.
0: Paul then directed viewers toward the website never dot net.
4: Oh my god, I'm writing this down.
0: Which outlines his sense. criticisms of the former South Carolina governor. Uh, and UN ambassador. The website features a red line through the name Nikki and it says it is paid for by Rand Paul for U.S. Senate. Oh my. He says, quote, I don't think any informed or knowledgeable libertarian or conservative should support Nikki Haley. I've seen her attitude towards our interventions overseas. I've seen her involvement in the military industrial complex. I've also seen her indicate that she thinks you should be registered to use the internet. I think she fails to understand our republic was founded upon people like ben franklin sam adams madison and others who routinely posted anonymously for fear of government reaction and i think her failure to really understand that our uh, that and to think that you should have to register to uh, through the government somehow for the internet is something that should disqualify her in the minds of all libertarian leaning conservatives i don't know uh, how much Rand paul's endorsement or non endorsement <laughs> of anybody has influences voters. I mean it I like Rand Paul and I, I do too. And it me too. But it, I his if he endorses somebody, it doesn't make me go, oh, I'm voting for that person now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know how much impact this has, but if anybody's been besides Donald Trump, if anybody's had the wind at their back and has had momentum over the last couple of months, it's been Nikki Haley. She's passed DeSantis almost everywhere in the polls for second. So she's been on a pretty good roll um I don't know does this do anything to it, slow that down
2: n- I guess that that's really hard to say if it does do something to slow it down. However, he made valid points. She did say that she wanted people to register to use the internet and register and and, and not have anonymous accounts on social media. Mm -hmm. That is a big ding. Like, when she said that, that was not good. She also is known for her hawkish behavior, specifically when it comes to things happening in Ukraine. I mean, she is someone that has been notorious for being... Uh, I would categorize probably a Warhawk. Mm-hmm. All of that aside, though, I don't know if Rand Paul is the make or break for people's decisions, especially because the video that he put out saying this, I was like, homie.
0: It was like, <laughs> him behind I didn't the watch tree, the video. I just read shades it.
2: He had on, and he was oh, just Oh, come like, on. It was, the video was not was a, a little, good Was a little cringy? I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just so... Politicians wearing sunglasses. Outside
0: that's he was a, just a whole that's almost never gonna work
2: it was you know I hate to even say this about Rand Paul because I do like him so much but it was a little bit Old Manny, like it was like, and <laughs> no. n- not dot is where you're gonna <laughs> find
3: yeah. the information. I'm like, did, did he start with www? <laughs> w- F- w- F- D- w- yeah,
0: w- yeah, w- yeah.
2: That's
1: usually that's usually a tell. That's usually a tell. When I think of politicians
0: wearing sunglasses, the I don't know if anybody remembers the disastrous during the 2020 election. There was a big thing down in Florida by the Democrats. It was this big online because of, because of COVID time. It was a big online rally for Joe Biden had all these like various Florida Democrats speaking for him. Um, Basically a giant Zoom call. Yeah. And it was it was horrible. It was like (laughs) technically it was a mess. Like nobody knew when they were on. I vaguely remember that. The camera was like it was like the feeds kept cutting out. Like I said.
3: Like a giant Zoom it call. Was, it Remember was, the early uh, days where nobody knew. Actually, some people yeah. still don't know how how to deal with Zoom calls. Yes. It's like it. How is my camera? And like the camera's down underneath. They're chi- they're making like a double chin into yeah. the camera. Right. <laughs> the camera yeah. On. Yeah. right. Or or they're just they're not on camera at all. Yeah. Or that one guy who was like, I'm not a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's, he had the cat. He had, <laughs> right. he had the cat. Right. <laughs> the, uh, uh, mask green over screen, the, yeah. the green screen thing. Yeah. So it. It was like that. It was I like re- a Saturday Night live, Night live skit. Night live. I remember that. It's and like people it,
0: not knowing, and how it was to use a disaster all. all the way through. And then at the end, when it's time for Biden, I can't remember who, <laughs> you know, some Florida Democrat gives this big introduction, uh, and you know, and the next president of the United States, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, and he's like standing in like a kitchen, <laughs> like. <laughs> like, 10 feet away from the camera, like, leaning on the wall, like, looking cool. Try, he's got, trying to look and cool. And he's got sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he's just, and they cut to him after that big introduction, and he's just standing there. Yeah, because. And the, he stands there for nobody, an awkward amount of time. Nobody he, knew to cue him. <laughs> and, then he, and then he goes, after, like, 30 seconds of silence and standing still, trying to hold this cool guy pose, he goes, am I on?
4: and then he's looking off camera and he goes am I on and then he nods his head and he goes now (laughs) <laughs> well, well, well see that's, that, that's actually the problem with Joe Biden because you know what all these Biden supporters on social media they'll never give him video they'll never do video of Joe or him talking what they do is these stills of him in his, in his shades in yeah, his, yeah, and yeah, the he, pose Darth Are Brandon the, the, the dog Dark Brandon, Dark the, dog. Brandon. <laughs> the
0: dog he's always got the dog like lay- well not not now that the dog's biting everybody. <laughs> But for a long time it was like he he would like be on the deck with the dog laying next to him but it's they're always
4: Stills, and it's the oh, yeah, they're always standing tall and everything. Right. But then you see him walk, and you're like, oh, "What happened there?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that's going over the grass. I think that whole shade thing, though, is the, yeah. the dark Brandon thing, it's just yep. fake. Yeah, it yeah. it's totally fake. So, it's such cringe. Ken, right.
0: what do you think of uh, Never Nikki and Rand Paul's <laughs> statement? Never-Nicky.
4: Nikki needs to be reminded that that conservatives, especially, don't. It's less government. And I think she sometimes thinks that well we need to do this overreach we need like the like the internet thing she does she does that more often than just the internet thing mm-hmm. and then that whole hawkishness Trump look at Trump man he'll he'll step in the first day bomb somebody with the Moab and say okay this is how I do it stop now everybody cool mm-hmm. down because if this happens again it's going to be even worse mm-hmm. she wants to go to war she wants to take people there yeah. and I don't think that's the right move
0: yeah. Uh, Gabe, your thoughts on that and then on, on this, uh, uh, statement by Rand Paul and then also you go first and I'll go around the room here, but, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go to Steve Templeton and get the forecast. Uh, what is your prediction, uh, on Monday as far as uh, the, Know not not just who wins, but how you know how, plays how out. big of it, how big of a uh, of a spread you think it might be. Oh wow, okay, that that might be tough. But uh, it, just in general, in the
3: whole uh, never Nikki thing, I I think I think it's interesting. I think that's that's funny, especially given her you know constant references to the thesantized uh, dot You know, J- <laughs> Janet, uh, my wife, she she was watching with or listening with me, and she was like, okay, I'm done with this. Is like is like if she answers with that website one more time, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, she, Ron she was so, <laughs> It was she, every, it was it was every. Answer.
3: every answer it was like 14 times uh, basically over the night um, but uh, I think uh, Rand Paul just pre- pretty much articulated uh, the, the hesitancy of every conservative and yeah. libra- libertarian to begin with. Anybody yeah. who was paying attention to it. Now, if there are people who are, aren't aware of her positions in, in those regards, this might be an informative website for them. Yeah. So, you know, if they are somebody who, you know, kind of follows Rand Paul, but hasn't been following the election, and then, you know, they come across this, it, they might get some information that they didn't have before. That might change their mind. Because yeah. the thing is, because I was watching it as it happened, my opinion of, of Nikki Haley... Trail, you know, fell pretty sharply upon my realization of that. So, mm-hmm. if there are people who are who aren't aware, and this makes them aware, you know, that could have an impact. But I, I don't know what that means, especially in terms of polls, because yeah. I, the, the, the polls are so weird now because things are different. Nobody's nobody's answering their landline, yeah. and then talking to a pollster because they think it's their civic responsibility. Mm-hmm. People, the people who decide to answer their cell phone when it when an unknown number shows up and they hear that and they see right. that it's a poll, some yeah. half the time they're saying. Let me screw with these guys. Yeah, that's So true. I I don't I don't really trust the polls. So
0: real quick around the room, yep. what is your prediction, prediction on um, uh, on Monday?
3: Uh Trump I got. I can't put a I can't put a percentage on it. I I, I feel weird putting a percentage on that's it. That's fine. But um Trump by but, a lot or a little? By well, like we were just saying before, I think a lot in in real terms. Yeah, not as much as the polls or he would suggest. So it's gonna it's gonna be a little closer than than that. I, I don't. Haley I'm not or sure. Desantis? I, in I think Desantis second. second. Yeah, I actually. think. I,
4: I think I think that we're not paying attention too much to the actual activities that are happening in this world right now. Inflation, the border of being open. I think people are going to be comparing them to each other, but I think people are actually seeing Trump's. Track record and knows what he has done in the past, and they're going to say, "Yeah, Trump," and I think Trump's going to win big. I, I really do. I think he's going to be tw- twenty points. I think second. I think it's Nikki. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Kate?
2: I agree with Ken. I think it's going to be Trump, Trump by
0: a lot, and Nikki uh, in second.
2: <clears throat> not Trump by as much as he thinks, because Karen Fessler told us that fifty percent of Iowans. We're still undecided. undecided, yeah. So not as much as he thinks he is, but Nikki definitely second. I think. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think I think Trump by less than twenty percent, and I but I and I also think that Ron DeSantis is still going to hold on to second place. So we will wow. yeah,
4: we will see okay. how that all. Rooms
0: divided. Oh,
4: no. <laughs> okay.
0: bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. Ken Williams, you can hear every day on the Vic Porcelli Show at nine a.m. Of course, Gabe Pfeiffer every morning at five thirty yeah. on Mike Ferguson in the morning, and on the St. John the Philosopher YouTube channel. Uh, Fellas, thanks so much, as always, for your time.
4: Hey, thanks, you guys. Have Have a good weekend. Be safe. God bless.
0: All right. There's some weather heading our way, and we are going to get you a full update on what to expect and plan for tonight and through the weekend when we talk to Channel 4 Chief Meteorologist Steve Templeton next on Colombo and Katie.
1: For podcast articles and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com.
0: Well, welcome back to KMTD on 994 one News Talk STL. We will be talking to Channel Four Chief Meteorologist Steve Templeton here in just a moment, and he will be uh, giving us the weekend forecast, like he does every Friday afternoon at this time. But this weekend is a uh, you know an especially important one with some weather heading our way, some uh, possible. Uh, rain or snow and also the temperatures are about to drop tremendously. I was actually outside, uh, last night, kind of late in the, in the night a little bit and went outside and, and was bracing. You know, to be freezing cold. And uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And then I thought to myself, this might be the last time <laughs> that that happens because it's about to get really cold. So as soon as we get Steve on the line, uh, we will get that forecast from him. want to remind you right now about a great event coming up on Saturday, January 27th. Uh, Katie and I's band, our band, is playing Tony Colombo and the North County Sound Machine uh, on January 27th at West. Westport Playhouse, great venue. This is going to be an absolute blast. It's our band along with Closest Quarters, which, of course, is Mark Close from KC95. So uh, that is going to be awesome. Lenny Mink is also performing that night. Uh, The uh, doors will be at 630, show at 7 o'clock at Westport Playhouse. Tickets are $15. They're on sale now at westportplay.com and 100% of the proceeds Go to Thrive St. Louis. That is awesome. So this is going to be a party! It's going to be a fun night of music. We've got a lot of uh, uh, great special guests and special surprises that uh, we have planned for that night. So it's going to be a great time, and it's all for a great cause. And that is thanks to our sponsors, Weber Chevrolet and Gutter Pros. Can't thank uh, both of those groups enough for supporting this event, for supporting local music, and uh, making it possible for this awesome show to be 100% for Thrive St. Louis. So again, westportplay.com. That's the Westport Playhouse website. Get your tickets now and uh, join us on Saturday, January 27th. Can't wait for that show, Katie. It's going to be a blast.
2: It is going to be so much fun. I cannot (laughs) wait to meet up with our friends and have such a good time playing with Close. I I mean, I cannot
0: believe we're playing with Mark Close. Mm -hmm. Insane. So uh we OK, we do have Steve Templeton on the line now, Steve. Uh, I know you're super busy uh, tonight and, uh, and probably and through the weekend. So really appreciate your time as always. Uh, walk us through it. Uh, what do we expect tonight weather wise? And then obviously with the big change in temperatures coming our way.
1: Hey Tony, I'm sorry I turned off my alarm uh, that lets me know to give you a call because <laughs> the past Fridays because of the holidays I was off. So I first want to uh, send you an apology. No, no worries, deal.
0: no worries whatsoever, my friend. We just appreciate uh, we just appreciate your time, uh, especially on a day like this where there's uh, a yeah. there's some stuff coming our way.
1: A lot going on. Here, here's the deal: as far as the snow goes, you'll see some light snow or flurries, but uh, nothing's going to accumulate. The big story is the cold, the wind. And will we see icing as we head into the evening drive because we've had some rain, but the winds are gonna help try to dry out the pavement. On top of that, the DOT crews are working hard to now that the rain has gone, lay down some treatment and some chemicals. So we're getting really cold. We were near 50 earlier. We're at 50 earlier. We're at 35 now. We're going to go below freezing. Even though the air temperature may be 28, the roads are probably around 34, 35. So around 4 or 5 o'clock, I think the temperature in the roads is probably close to freezing. By 6, 7, it's getting below freezing. And then deeper into the evening, you know, a better chance for icing. The big question is, is there any moisture left on the pavement? And we're hoping it's not a widespread icing issue. I think, you know, puddles that are deeper and take a, Uh, longer to evaporate. I think those are going to ice over. Uh, So just watch for patchy icing as we head into the evening drive and uh, and in your Friday evening plans. You'll see a few flurries, but no accumulation there. The big story is watching for that icing, the cold and the wind. Temperatures will be in the 20s. Wind chills will be in the single digits this evening. Mm. And the gusts will be 40 to 50 miles an hour. Wind advisory is in effect through 6 a.m., but I really think the strongest winds will be about uh, 6 p.m. through about 1 a.m., And that can take down tree branches. Sometimes you get an isolated power outage. It's usually not widespread, but an outside chance of that. That's what those type of winds can do. And then as we head into the weekend and next week, it's just really, really cold. So tomorrow, 15 for the low, a high of 21. At best, our wind chill is 6. There's a 20% chance for isolated light snow shower in the afternoon. But keep in mind, the ground's cold. So even if we get a dusting, it would collect quickly. Uh, Sunday, mostly cloudy, minus 1 for the low, 11 for the high. Uh, The morning wind chill will be around minus 21 Sunday morning. And then Monday, MLK Day, a 20% chance for some snow showers, a a low of 4, a high of 13. The wind chill will range from around uh, minus one to uh, minus eleven. I mean, just absolutely frigid. This yeah. this stretch from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday um, that that's going to be the coldest stretch we've seen in almost three years.
0: So stay safe, stay warm. Check on anybody that you may be concerned about through the weekend. That uh, it struggles with uh, their ability to do that. Stay safe and stay warm, uh, stay and then. And then just to just to uh be completely clear about tonight um no accumulation that's great Correct. at least for the the drivers for people driving and then but obviously the 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 ice possibility when do you think do you think that, that icing possibility um is going to be in full effect during the drive home this afternoon like when is the when's the the sort of window that that could be the worst in your opinion
1: So I would say be cautious between 4 and 7 p.m. And I think after 7 p.m., whatever moisture is still there is going to ice over. Okay. So I think 7 o'clock and beyond, it's icing. 4 to 7 is that period where the road temperatures are starting to come down, bridges and overpasses cool first. And it's kind of a race between uh, the, the winds helping to dry out the pavement versus the temperatures crashing. Uh, It does help that we have noticed that the DOT has been laying down some treatment. But, you know, just be cautious, especially side roads, sidewalks, driveways, untreated areas. Uh, If there's any of that leftover moisture, it'll it'll ice over by the evening.
0: Yeah, yeah, with those temperatures that are heading our way, everything's so going cold. to freeze. Yeah. Steve, thank you uh, so much, as always, for the information and updates. And uh, everybody stay safe out there this weekend. And uh, and uh, thank you again, and enjoy your weekend as well, my friend. All right, take care. Stay yeah. safe, guys. Thanks. So much, thank you. Steve Templeton, chief meteorologist over there at uh, Channel 4. So, definitely some uh, very cold and icy temperatures heading our way, so be careful. Joe Biden's trying to uh, bail out student loan debt again. I'll tell you about it next on Columbo and Katie.